The topic of today's show is willingly choosing to pursue hard and difficult tasks in our life and business and how to make them fun, how to hijack that dopamine center in our brains, in our subconscious minds to be able to enjoy the journey, enjoy the process and celebrate milestones the way that they're supposed to be celebrated, because that will allow for us to play the game longer because we're having fun with it, right? Welcome to the Action Academy Podcast. Stand back while I celebrate freedom. The show where we help you achieve financial independence with the mindsets, methods, and actionable steps from guests who've already earned their freedom. The flags of freedom fly. Choose to do what you want. What you want. With who you want. With who you want. When you want. When you want. With another episode today. Now, here's your host, Brian Lubin. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to the Action Academy family. What up, guys? This is your host, as always, Brian Lubin, helping you become rich, happy, and successful, and free with the capital F. Each and every day, that ends in Y. So before we get into the topic of today's show, which is making doing hard things fun, let's talk about the concept of hard in general. I'm not here on this show to teach you guys how to have an easy life. Life is not meant to be easy. If you have an easy life, you are weak. All right? You are weak. Easiness yields weakness. So as we talk about freedom, in particular financial freedom, which is the topic of this show and basically the entire brand, the better you get at playing the game, the more specifically you will be able to select which version of hard that you willingly deal with. So there's this quote sequence I love called Choose Your Hard. And in Choose Your Hard, it talks about fitness is hard. Going to the gym is hard. Doing the cardio is hard. Eating healthy is hard. Being overweight is hard. Having cardiovascular disease and heart disease is hard. Having really achy and creaky joints and not being able to walk upstairs or play with your kids is hard. So choose the hard that you want to deal with. So a lot of the entrepreneurs will choose the hard and choose the pain of the discipline of going to the gym, right? So... Working at a job, a thankless, soulless job until you're 65 is hard. Pursuing financial freedom and accelerating this timeline and earning your freedom when you're young is freaking hard. Choose your hard. Which hard would you prefer? And then simply execute on that version. So like I said, the better that you get at the game, the better you are at choosing which version you have to deal with. So marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. Relationships are hard. Being single is hard. Choose your hard. Another quote that I really like is you can willingly suffer the pain of discipline or be forced upon the agony of regret. Ooh, that's a good one. So anyways, the topic of today's show is willingly choosing to pursue hard and difficult tasks in our life and business and how to make them fun, how to hijack that dopamine center in our brains, in our subconscious minds to be able to enjoy the journey, enjoy the process and celebrate milestones the way that they're supposed to be celebrated, because that will allow for us to play the game longer because we're having fun with it, right? The man or woman who loves walking will walk further than the man or woman who loves the destination. I'll repeat that. The man or woman that loves walking will walk further than the man or woman that loves the destination. There's another one. Guys, I'm a quote machine today. Five-star rating and review for the Action Academy. Come on now. 
All right. Now let's get into the two different versions of dopamine release that we're going to work on today. One measure of dopamine release is going to be a lead measure dopamine release, and another version is going to be a lag measure dopamine release. So we're going to begin with lead and end with lag. Sit with me for the next five to 10 minutes, and I will provide some value for you guys. So I'll kick off the lead measure dopamine release with a really extreme example from none other than Kobe Bean Bryant in the 2009 NBA Finals Game 2 post-game interview. I don't think we dodged the bullet. You know, I think they played extremely well. We played well enough to win. They played, they bounced back like we knew they would. Played extremely well. Yeah, they just did our job. Defended home court. The last two series, we didn't do that. Put ourselves in, put ourselves in jeopardy, having to go on the road and win the game three. And here we managed to do it. Now it's time to go to Orlando and see if we can't get one. Still waiting for a big smile out of you. You're up 2-0. What's the story? Are you not happy, or you're only half happy, or stay to be happy about? You're up 2-0. Job's not finished. Job finished? I don't think so. Okay. Job ain't finished, baby. So we're talking about how to hijack our brain to produce dopamine, but it doesn't sound like Kobe's too excited in that interview. So even though Kobe Bryant and the Lakers were up 2-0 in that postseason series, he was not satisfied with the level of quality that they were playing each game. So they won the game, but he wasn't satisfied with how they performed because his levels of satisfaction and his dopamine spikes occurred from how well somebody performed in the individual game. He didn't care about the championship. He cared about each individual performance and each individual night, right? So this is called a lead measure dopamine release. And this tactic is a cheat code to success. And we study Kobe Bryant as one of the ones that really, same thing with Michael Jordan and all these greats, Michael Phelps. He didn't care about the gold medals as much as he cared about how many hours is he practicing? How many swim sessions is he getting in? How many calories is he eating? All of these trackable, quantifiable metrics to where... Each and every day, they were controlling the amount of work that they put in, right? So you can only control the outcome so much, but you have direct control each and every day of the inputs. So this is a huge backbone of how we track our habits in the Action Academy community, which if you guys are interested in joining that, you can go in the show description and apply for membership. We're at theactionacademy.co. What we do is we take people's big, hairy, audacious goals, these goals that they find impossible, and we all collectively brainstorm together to figure out how to break those down and chunk those goals down into weekly habits and monthly benchmarks and then daily habits. And then we have a scorecard and a tracker that we all collectively have visibility to, to where we pay attention and track each other each week to see how many of those lead measure habits were ticked off. So if somebody has a goal to lose 10 pounds, we're like, okay, how many times did you go to the gym? How many hours of cardio did you do? Okay, you only did three. You said you were going to do five. What's going on here, right? And that's the level of accountability needed to achieve massive goals. And organizations that kill it do this at a macro level to where their management niches down all the way down to their teams. Okay. So that's the same thing we do. So our dopamine gets released and we celebrate in the community whenever we hit 80% or more on our weekly scorecards. So each week you can look at the scorecard and you can say, I won this week or I lost this week. And you know that if you did those actions at least 80% because we're human and we allow 20% margin, if you hit those margins, you won. You did what you had to do to move towards that goal. 
And that's what builds the confidence because now you've kept the promises that you made to yourself, which is the definition of self-esteem. So that's the lead measure dopamine hack, which is having a weekly recognition and celebration of the accomplishment of your lead habits, which transitions us naturally into the lag dopamine tactics. All right. So for the lag dopamine tactics, what we're going to do here is we're going to celebrate benchmarks. So we're still not celebrating the end goal. We're celebrating benchmarks along the journey, right? So here's a perfect example. I have three key benchmarks with the Action Academy. I have 100K gross revenue. I have $1 million gross revenue. And I have $10 million gross revenue. So for each one of these benchmarks, you have to have a quantifiable celebration planned in advance for the accomplishment of this benchmark. So if you read a book like The 12-Week Year, it has benchmarks for each quarter. And if you pay attention, a quarter is actually 13 weeks. So the 12-week year is designed to have 12 weeks of action and then one week of celebration for the accomplishment of that benchmark. So most of the time, what I would recommend is doing like a trip, doing a week vacation, a weekend getaway, doing something cool. But for me, that just doesn't really move the needle because I just did that full time and I fried my dopamine receptors to that for the short term time being. So what I do and what I did was for my 100K mark, what I did is I went out and I bought me a brand new custom set of golf clubs. I got some custom made and fitted a tailor made stealth irons brand new. Then I got the stealth two driver and I put them all in a custom black, gray, and gold golf bag for the Action Academy. And that is freaking sick. And I'm going to use those for years. So I'm like, heck yeah, I did what I was supposed to do. Here's my accomplishment. Here's my reward to myself for doing this. And it has to be something pretty substantial. So for the million dollar mark, what I'm planning right now is the Rolex. I was thinking about doing the Rolex for this one, but I'm just not really a watch guy. I'm not really a material guy. I just couldn't wrap my head around paying $15,000 for a watch yet, at least. So I'm going to save that for the million. So once I hit the million, I'm going to buy the Rolex because that's something that's so far out of the normal realm of what I would do that it would make it meaningful. So you guys get the picture. This may even be a steak dinner with you and your wife, hiring a babysitter and getting an Airbnb for a weekend away from the kids. Do whatever is just out of the normal realm for you and financial stretch because you need to celebrate and you need to enjoy the fruits of your labor because a lot of the guests on the show, I'd say 80 to 90%, none of them do this. And they all tell me to do this. And they say they wish they would have done this when they were growing their businesses. Because if you don't do this, what's going to happen is you hit the million, you feel nothing. You hit 10 million, you feel nothing. Then you hit 50 million, you feel nothing. You hit 100 million, you feel nothing. It's just grind, grind onto the next thing. So use these two dopamine tactics today to have way more fun on the climb, in the hunt, and on the journey. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. If you did, throw me that five-star rating and review, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Hey, real quick, if you're still listening to today's episode, I'm assuming you got value from it, so I need your help specifically. My two-year vision with this show is to help over 1 million people do what they want, when they want, with who they want, and I can only do that with your help. There are two main ways that a podcast grows. One is through ratings and reviews, and the other is word of mouth. If you could please leave me a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as send this to one or two friends that you think would get value from it, we can reach the people that we're looking to reach. Thanks in advance. Talk tomorrow.